Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Tahiri J, and you are listening to the Enchantress Life podcast. Today is May 19th, 2022. So I am finally back to normal after having COVID. Um, my last episode, I feel like I still sounded a little distorted due to residual congestion and my voice not really being up to par, but I am back. I am 100% ready to start making episodes again. And here I am. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys now that this is probably going to be one of the longest episodes that I've ever posted. And there's reasons for this. Now, if you have been listening to me for a while, then you will know that I have spoken about how I found out that my narcissistic ex was a predator, okay? And I mentioned that there was an audio recording that was sent to me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have been sitting on this audio recording For over a year now, I can honestly say that I have listened to it in its entirety one time because honestly, it it just, it's that bad, okay? Now, the reason I am going to let you guys listen to this is because you need to get a full picture of exactly what narcissistic depravity looks like, okay? And I'm also going to warn you guys now. This is a major trigger warning, okay? You are going to hear coercion. You are going to hear uh, conversations of a sexual nature. You are going to hear threats of physical violence. You are going to hear um, misogyny towards a woman. You are also going to hear somebody who is extremely inebriated. Okay, so I'm just letting you guys know now, if you are out in public or you are around a whole bunch of people and you want to listen to this episode, I highly suggest that you use headphones because it is that bad. And also some parts of the audio get very distorted to where it could be hard to hear if you are playing it without headphones. Okay, so just just bear with me. Um, Whoever recorded this I guess they had their phone in their pocket. I don't know. But you are able to hear the conversation very clearly. Okay. So um, I'm also not going to be using background music so that you guys are able to hear the conversation in its entirety. Okay. Now, this audio clip is 20 minutes long. So I'll go ahead and and let you guys listen to that. And then afterwards, I will explain to you guys, you know, what was going on and the stories behind everything. Okay. Because it's, it's quite a lot to unpack here. Okay. But here it is. It's nothing pretty. I'm not trying to suck your dick. 
Stop it, Izuki. Hey. So anyway, like I was saying. Damn, I can't show the dog no love? What? Good, good. What's up? You okay, man? Yeah. Okay. You okay? I'm fine. I don't know, I'm a little... Okay. Well, you just like trying your shot, giving you a shot. Of course. Don't need a shot out there. But, but like, why, like, why don't y'all do this openly? I, I want to, but I'm trying to get her around to it. She does not want to? Well, she's myself, so she is myself, you know, but I got to get her around. How long have y'all been in, in lifestyle? Um, she's been into it by about a year. Okay, and you? Me, I've been into it for about, shit, 15, 20 years. Well, then you should know. You should know, no. Listen. Come here. Do that in your favor. Come here. Just be quiet. Close your eyes. Be quiet and what? I'm not touching your dick. No, you gonna put my hand on your dick. I don't want to touch your dick. Taste it. No, I don't want to taste it. <laughs> Okay. Well, what are you saying? Nothing. You supposed to be my goddaddy. I'm not your goddaddy yet. Yes? Okay, well, then you're not yet. And when I do so I shouldn't be calling you Tata. When I do at all. your goddaddy. So wait, I shouldn't be calling you Tata. Okay, there have been relationships. Why you tell me to call you Tata if I'm not going to call you Tata? There has been relationships between goddaddies and goddaughters. There always has been. Okay? Okay.
You understand? I'm a Swiss period. I mean, you I can't change who I am. You understand? I can't you change who I am. You that attitude around me. What? What yeah, attitude? I get the same attitude you get me. Once you stop, once you stop. How you going? Hey, my head against my head against yours. How you going to hear about me like that? Come on, man. How you going to finish your talk? You ain't even going to get finished. You ain't even going to talk. No, you ain't even going to talk. I'm not doing shit. Come here. You going to stop. Oh, God. All right? See your dogs, man. Now. Tell them, baby. Tell them, baby. That's the first thing. So my drinking made you, my drinking, not your drinking, made me do the, made, I'm not trying made to you do it. Dumbass. Oh, well, shit. Call me dumbass, you won't. I don't know. Bye. You ain't had to hit me upside Bye. the head last night like you did. Bye. You ain't Bye. had to hit me upside the motherfucking head. Stop it. Bye. Tell me you love me. We love each other. Kiss me. I'm not trying to kiss you, bro. Kiss your mouth. Fuck out. <laughs> Who said I gotta kiss your mouth? All right. You got some Get, uh, the, the paper. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going. No What you trying to give me? Shit, I'm trying to give you something so I can smoke a cigarette, so I can light a cigarette in my mouth. Where are your fingers red? Because I was eating Cheetos. Shameful. I'll be a nosy. Of course. You gotta stop smoking cigarettes like that, though. The blue girl at my house told me that. I've heard it. Oh. Oh, oh my, my God. Did uh, it crack? It was already cracked. No, it was already cracked, but look, it wasn't cracked like that. I kind of buy you shit, man. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Ta-ta. Don't walk away now, Ta-ta. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, Ta-ta. Listen. No, you came out here, so you got to wait for me. Wait with me. I got, that means I got to walk all up, up the hill. Come on, Ta-ta. That's fucked up. You gonna wait outside with me? Ain't nobody here. Ain't Jay ain't here. You ain't got no customers, nothing. You no reason to go back inside. Yeah, I guess. Even if you was but even even though it ain't nobody here, you still could go back inside. You ain't obligated to wait out here for me. Why you keep telling me to shut the fuck up? Well, that's appreciated. Shut the fuck up and stop drinking is appreciated. But at the same time, you ain't had no reason. You ain't had no reason to come on to me like that. It don't matter that I'm fine as fuck. What reason you had to come on to me like that? A man like you? No. Okay, so I won't get it. So. I promise. That's it.
said was you made me feel like the dudes that say that. And then, like, I got... Then, fall down, yeah, I was about to fall just now. But I wasn't about to fall. I caught myself. I always catch up. But you made me feel like the dudes guys want to come on to me and they be like, oh, no. You know, it's okay. And then later... Alright you guys, so I'm pretty sure that was hard for y'all to listen to, but I warned you guys ahead of time that this was not going to be pretty at all, okay? Look, so basically to make a summary of what that was that you guys listened to, this was a young lady who came to him for spiritual guidance. He was extremely inebriated, and to my knowledge, she was as well uh, during this encounter. As you can see, you know, he flirted with her. She, you know, was, you know, telling him to stop, you know, and, you know, she started asking him questions about me, and then you hear him say, oh, I'm trying to get her into being into the polyamorous lifestyle, which... 
I am not down with. I'm not knocking anybody who's with that, but that's just not for me. Okay. Um, you also heard when he, when he kept asking her to perform a certain sex act on him several times. You um, also know that I was not anywhere near the premises during this time. In fact, I was at work. I know exactly what day this happened. I was at work. Okay. And it's hard to hear, but there was a bit of a tussle before she ended up leaving the house. Now, from what I heard, I heard that uh, he choked her and she pulled out a knife on him. Um, That's pretty much what I was told. I don't know, you know, how accurate that is. I could be wrong, but that's just what I heard. Okay. But I wanted you guys to hear this because I needed you guys to understand how narcissists can hide who they are and the lengths that they will go to do it. Okay. I'm pretty sure that this was not the first young lady that he did this to without me being around. In fact, I'm willing to bet that there's so many more that he tried to do that to in this house. Okay. Um, I don't even want to think about it, but you know, I'm healthy. I've been tested several times. I don't have anything by the grace of God. Um, yeah, you know, and people were trying to throw me under the bus saying that I knew about the type of things that he was doing to women. I didn't. Okay, most of 2020, I was at work. Okay, they tried to say that I was putting my kids in danger because I had them around a quote unquote predator. No, my kids weren't really around for much of 2020 either because of the pandemic. And because of what I do for a living, I didn't want them around me knowing that I'd be exposed to COVID every single fucking day. Okay, I did what I had to do. So those of you who want to call me a bad parent, you don't know half of what I went through that year and what it took for me to make plans to protect my children. Like I said, both of my children have a history of respiratory problems if they even catch the slightest cold. There was no way in hell that I was going to let my kids be around me every day when I'm con- when I was constantly being exposed to COVID on the ambulance. There was no way in hell. All right? So I kept my kids either with my parents or my ex-husband. You know, people tried to contact my ex-husband saying I was putting my kids in danger. L- y'all, people on the internet do the absolute fucking most. These were people who didn't even know me from a can of paint that were trying to ruin my life. All right. And here's the thing about me. And here's the thing a lot of people don't give me credit for. I have a very, very good seeing eye. All right. I told my narcissistic ex that alcohol would be his downfall. I told him that it would ruin his health and that it would ruin his reputation. And guess what? He decided to call me controlling. He decided to tell me that I was just trying to undermine him as a man and that he should be able to do whatever he wants. I was trying to save his ass. Because check it. 
And this is something that I had not mentioned in previous episodes. Before we even started living together, I noticed that he overindulged on alcohol a little bit too much in social settings. There were a few instances where after he moved in with me that he humiliated himself at certain events. And there is a particular member of the spiritual community who got to witness this. And she even pulled him to the side and said something to him several times. Okay. So this has been a pattern with this individual for a very long time, making dumb ass, stupid ass, ridiculous ass decisions while under the influence, including putting his hands on me when I was trying to help his drunken, incoherent ass up the stairs. He put his hands on me multiple times when I was trying to help him while he was intoxicated. He would fight me in his sleep. He would just kind of fall all over me and I would push him off of me and he would cuss me out. He would start you know, yelling at me, screaming at me, hitting me. And he would wake up the next day and not know what the fuck he did. And I had to tell him. I told him and he didn't listen to me. And unfortunately, this is his way of paying for it. This is his karma because I heard things ain't going too well for old boy. And he has nobody to blame but himself. Now, I did not know that this man was a whole ass predator out here in these spiritual streets. But what I did know is that his vice would eventually be his downfall. It is what it is. Moving forward with future episodes, I probably won't be using him as an example as much anymore because I think I've gotten pretty much everything out. But... Let this be a lesson to you guys, okay? You never know what somebody is going through behind closed doors. You never know what people are capable of. You never know what depravity could lurk in a person. And I got to see this firsthand, up close and personal. I have had my brush with demonic evil because that's what this was. Straight up demonic evil depraved evil. Do I wish ill will on him? No. But I do hope that he has the life that he deserves. Do I hate him? No. I hate what he did to me and I hate what he did to other women in the spiritual community. And I hate the fact that he has still has so many people who trust him with their spiritual lives. That's all I have to say. So that's my episode for today. If you guys have any questions or hell, if you even have any stories about your experiences with Candelo Cambisa, please hit me up on Instagram at the Enchantress Life Podcast. I'm Tahiri J. Thank you for listening.